You are now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. Verse 2, Psalm 95, and verse 2. If you have your Bibles, let me see your Bible. Let's do our Bible check this morning. Oh, man, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Amen. Look around at folk that got the Bible. This, is this not a good sight? Lord have mercy. I'm loving this. Amen. Y'all can put them down. And y'all look good today, too. Y'all look good today. I see some brothers. Y'all look, y'all look good out there. Psalm 95 and verse 2 says, Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. The his in verse 2 is capitalized because it refers to Jehovah or Yahweh. The most high God. Notice that the psalmist said, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. We don't ever need to think that we can just approach God any kind of way. But we want to come before him with thanksgiving. I don't ever want to come before him without being thankful. Because he has done so much. Come on, y'all. When I look at my life, I don't ever want to come before God without being thankful because he has done. You see that past sense? He has done so much for me. Listen, I I don't even want to come before him without giving thanks because he has done so much for the saints. See, there are times I go before God and I'm thankful for what he's doing in the lives of his people. I'm so grateful. I'm so, and I let him know, Lord, thank you for the testimony that so -so so-and-so gave. Lord, thank you for moving forward. But the psalmist wants God's people to be united or on the same page in how we approach God. And this is a good thing because we always need to approach him. We always need to come before him with thanksgiving. Based upon that, my subject this morning is let us give God thanks. That's my subject. Let us Give God thanks. If you don't mind, look at a neighbor and tell your neighbor, our subject this morning 
Let us give God thanks. Tell the subject to one more person. And let's give God a praise for the subject on this morning. Let us give God thanks. We have been working on this word, let. We have been looking at this Simple but profound three-letter word. Because we understand by now that to let means to allow something to be so. To permit something, listen, to happen. Because one thing is... For sure. Is that nobody can be thankful for you. Not, not when it comes to God. Nobody should beat you at thanking God for what he has done for you. Come on, y'all need to let that sink in. Nobody should beat you at thanking God for what he has done for you. Come on. How dare you let me be more thankful about him giving you a job than you are about having the job, watch this, that he gave you. No, no way, no way. See, I'm determined that nobody is going to beat me at being thankful for what God has done for me. You know why? You know why you can't beat me? Because you don't know the whole story. You don't know. And see, God has been so good. Listen to all of us that it should be easy for us to get on the same page and come before Him with thanksgiving. I said it should be easy. If you're struggling when it comes to God in being grateful for the things that he has done for you already, shame on you. Shame on you. If you're waiting for God to do something that you have been praying about and you say, when he does this, then I'm going to show him how thankful I am. You missed it, sister. You missed it because whether he does that thing or not, you already owe him praise for what he has already done. I'm going to teach it right this morning. Whether you get the new car or not, you can give him thanks because the old one continues. Oh, come on. I said it continues. To do for you what you need it to do. And what we don't need to do is resist giving God thanks. Don't ever be the type of person that 
people are having to urge you to be thankful. What's wrong with you? Something is going on when you are having to be told to give God thanks. See, just like this message this morning, something is going on with some of us. The reason why God is saying to us that He is worthy of our thanks. Come on, say He's worthy of our thanks. Even when I look out at this congregation and just see where God has brought many of you from. When the praise team asks for somebody to give God a praise, you should be the first. You, you should be the first one because of how far God... I should be getting more help than this. I said because of how far God has brought you, nobody should ever have to pump prime you to give God a praise. Nobody should have to say, let's give him a better clap. No, I'm going to give him my best clap the first time. That's how good he's been to me. And I'm going to praise him, letting folk know if it had not been for him who was on my side, oh, I would still be a mess. I would still be low down. I would still be broke. I would still be depressed. I would still be without. You better look at two people real quick and tell them nobody has the pump and prime me. Nobody. 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 Just the mention of his name. Just the mention. Come on here somebody. I'm looking around this congregation and God has brought some of you from a mighty, mighty, mighty long way. Don't get mad at me, but some of y'all look better. You even look better. Can I be real? God has knocked age off of some of y'all. Come on here. Many of us, we don't even look like. Uh-oh, I said we don't even look like what we've been through. That's how he's been taking care of you. And you think I'm not going to praise him? When he's been blessing me and keeping me even to the point to where I look trouble-free, I look like I never go through anything. Be seated. And so when I come before him, I got to come with thanksgiving. See, see, there are certain things that people should say around you that get you excited and they don't even really know why you got so excited. Because they got in a vein. They got to talking about something that God had did for you. Some of my folk that God helped you get through school. You shouldn't be able to hold it together. If you're in a 
group and folk get to talking about getting a degree or getting out of college or, or passing a test. You ought to just go to having a fit. And they think, what did I, what did I say? Because you got to thinking within yourself, if God had not helped me, am I right about that? And it's sad when you're in church having to pump and prime people who God has been good to. Most of us in here, we ain't hungry. Like you ain't hungry? Pastor, I ain't got no state to the house. But you ain't, but you ain't hungry though. When you thankful, when you are thankful, you can do baloney medium, medium well, well done. And be happy. Oh, I know he done missed it now. He talking about being thankful for baloney. Yes, because when you thankful for baloney, it leads to steaks. It leads to salmon. It leads to shrimp. It leads to lobster. But see, I don't want to be to the point to where I'm thankful for lobster, but I ain't thankful for tuna. The devil is a liar. And to be honest, most of us, we eating good. Or at least you look like you eating good. Come on, somebody eating ain't the problem. You walk up to somebody and say, God been good, ain't he? You man, he been, he been real good. <laughs> Listen. But the antithesis. Of being thankful is to be a complainer. If you are not careful, you will move from being a person who comes before God thankful to being a person who comes before him but you're full of complaints. Come on. Sometimes the only time some of us pray is to tell God what's wrong and what he needs to fix. When I'm done telling God what he needs to fix, amen, fix it, Lord. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let's look at it. Look at Numbers 11. A complainer, as you turn to Numbers 11, a complainer is a person who expresses dissatisfaction or annoyance towards something or someone. A complainer is someone who shows dissatisfaction or annoyance towards Something or someone. Ooh. And 
judging by how quiet it got. When I mentioned the word complainer, means we must have a few in church this morning. Come on. See, 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 you have to be careful because, you know, you can sing a lie as well as tell a lie. You know, we, we, we need to be real careful when we sing the song. Lord, I won't, I won't complain. I've had some good days. I've had some hills to climb. Now, all of that's true. But when we get to that part, <laughs> where it talks about I won't complain, some of us need to, and then we need to pick it back up. I've had some hills to climb. And we're laughing. And it can be comical. But being a complainer is nothing to take lightly. Because I'm going to tell you personally speaking. And when I talk to y'all about complaining, of course you understand that to complain against God, no matter what it is, is unjust. It's unjust. It can never be right. It can never be justified. And I don't like hanging around people who constantly complain. I don't like that. I don't like that. If you want me to get out of your presence, you only have to tell me, Pastor, would you leave? All you got to do is start complaining, and I'm going to dismiss myself. Especially when I look at you and know out of all the things you could talk about, you want to continue to rehearse this. Notice, notice Numbers 11 and 1. Notice Numbers 11 and 1. The Bible said, now when the people complained, it displeased the Lord. Y'all see it? I hear pages turning. Get down now. Be in Numbers 11, 1 with me. Now, when the people complained, it displeased the Lord. What do Malachi 3 and 6 teach us about the Lord? That he changes. So that means back then when people complained against him, it displeased him. And when people do it today, it Now watch it, because, because notice something about his ears. Notice something about God's ears. And of course, you know I'm not really talking literal, but, but notice something about his ears, his hearing. Ooh, see, 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 when you get to complaining, you need to understand, ain't nothing wrong with God's hearing. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You can be in the shower complaining, and, and, and he, he hears that. Ooh, God dealing with some folk. Now, when the people complain, it displeased the Lord. For the Lord heard it. 
and his anger was aroused. I don't want God angry at me. I said, I don't want God to be angry with me. Especially because I'm complaining. Some of you talk more about what you don't have than what you have. And then some folks will be complaining about what they don't have while they're not using what they do have. Just caught up in complaining. Some folks are caught up in comparing. You're complaining because you don't have what so-so-and-so have. Don't mean you won't have it one day. Doesn't mean you won't have better. But watch this. But complaining won't bring it to you. Woo! Some of the things we choose to complain about, God has already decided to give us better. See, he's already, he has already decided. Pastor, well, how, how am I to know that? You in a season of better. He told you ten times better was here. Come on, somebody. I learned one of the worst things you can do is to start comparing yourself to other people. Thinking that because somebody has something, watch this, and it looks good, then you want it. See, I learned to just be thankful. Come on. I got a few claps. Thank, thank y'all for the few claps. So for me, for, for the lesson that I've learned, for the maturity that I've gained, thank y'all for being happy for me maturing. Because I haven't always been here. But when I learned to come before God thankful, can I, can I share something with you? That's when he started blessing me over and over and over again. Because God knew one thing about me. Whatever you choose to do for me, I'm going to be thankful. Y'all should be happy to have a pastor who is thankful for the members that God has allowed him to shepherd, to lead, to teach, to guide. I'm not a pastor getting on my knees every day praying to be bigger. I just pray to be better. Do you hear me? Because there are pastors affected by the numbers. But, 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 I, but I had to learn this. Just like it takes energy to be thankful, it takes energy to be a complainer. If you're a complainer, you're working hard to be one. That's true. And then y'all ever seen these people that complain, and even when things get better, they still find something else now to complain. They, they like, well, ain't nothing else. I gotta. 
See, see, now I'm wondering, does anybody live with folk like that? They just go around the house just looking for something there. Come on. The bed is made up, but it ain't tucked. Come on. That's all you saw. Fix your glass of lemonade with ice. But all you saw, there one but three cubes in there. That's all you saw. Thank you, but you know I'm a six-cube man. Well, you know six-cube, brother. You could get up and... Come on. You have folk complaining and people being good to them. People are doing something for them. Listen, that they really don't have to do. Woo! They don't, they don't have to do that. And sometimes that's, that, that's a good way to teach a complaint. Just stop doing it. Just stop doing it. Just let that service fade away. When children get to complain and complain, just let certain stuff just, just fade away. And then get your little personal refrigerator in your room. And keep certain stuff in there. Huh? Now notice this. And his anger was aroused. We're still in verse 1. So the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some in the outskirts of the camp. Listen. God put his anger on display for people who complained against him. Now listen. Because this was... When we look at the children of Israel, this is one of their main problems that they never overcame is being a complainer. See, see, saints, we got to be careful because you can talk to a sinner about their smoking, about their clubbing, and about their cussing, but you won't deal with your complaining. You know I'm right about it. Look at Numbers 14. Kind of seems like we're in Bible study, don't Look at Numbers 14. Because there's some stuff when you teach it, you need to just slow down. You need to just slow down and let it deal with who it deal with. Number 14 and verse number 27. Let's, let's look at 26. Number 14, 26. And the Lord spoke to Moses in Aaron saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation who complain against me? Notice that God noted their complaining as being evil. Do y'all see that? 
That's dealing with me right there. He noted their complaining as being evil. And he asked Moses and Aaron, how long shall I bear with this evil congregation who complained against me? I've heard the complaints which the children of Israel make against me. Listen, God, God said, I heard it. Say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will do to you. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. God told these folks, the bad things you've been saying about me, I'm going to let the bad things happen to you. See, I mean, some of we better stop all this complaining. Before God mess around and let your situation that you complaining about get worse. Not just get worse, but he refuses to help you. Because of your This we now teach us all the time that as children of God, we can never take on the mindset of the world. And I don't know if y'all recognize it or not, but God gives me a spirit of discernment. Not, listen to me, not just to discern things that, that are happening in church. And it's important as a pastor that I have discernment for what's going on in church. Don't get me wrong. I need that in order to lead and to teach. But he also gives me a discernment for what's happening in the world. So that I might come before his people and warn his people not to be like the world. One thing that's prevalent in the world today is a whole lot of people complaining. I don't know if y'all, so sometimes I, I, when I just look at certain things, I just get tired of all the, all the complaining. You got folk right now complaining because they got to go back to work. Can't work at home no more. Got to go back to work. Should be happy for the time they had. Come on, somebody. Working in your pajamas. Come on. Should, should, should have been eating all that up. But now they calling you back. And instead of folk being happy, say, hey, Lord, thank you for this time that I had. You got people complaining that they got to go back. Yet there are people who would love to be in your position. And have the favor you got, the benefits that you got, and all you can play. Well, I, I, I needed some more week. No, time to go back. You had people complaining who was getting the stimulus checks. That they want enough. Money they didn't work for. How can free money not be enough? Even though we know technically it won't be free 
But come on, you had people complaining they were getting a check every week. See, one thing COVID did is that, in my opinion, COVID ushered in a new era of complaining to where some folk just, every time you saw them, complain. Folk who got the shot was complaining about the people who didn't get the shot. Folk who wore masks we're complaining about people who wouldn't wear. I'm telling you, man. I'm t- they ushered in a new era of complaining. Some of y'all ain't you ain't you ain't clapping it like you just. Well, Pat, that was something to complain about. How? How? You see how backwards the world is. When it comes to a woman having an abortion, she can do it because it's her body. Come on, she can do it. Just say it's my body, my body, my choice. But then when it came to vaccine, it couldn't be my body, my choice. How y'all flipping like that? But then you had people complaining because they weren't getting the checks. Not realizing, hey, I'm blessed. That's not my source anyhow. Glad for those that's getting the checks. Hope they use wisdom with the checks. I hope this message hit at home because you got to be careful sometimes. Sometimes you just got to hear yourself. And sometimes you need a person who's bold enough to call you out on what just came out your mouth. Am I right about it? Now, America got problems. Come on, y'all know we got. If you live here, you ought to know we got some problems. Some of y'all look at me and I say, like, he ain't no patriot. We got problems. But I'm not getting up every day complaining about what my nation doesn't do. If I'm going to live here and be happy, I also got to be able to look at some things about my nation. Y'all do know we live in one of the greatest eras as far as people being able to prosper, get jobs, open up businesses. Come on. Come on. This one of the greatest. But yet evil people have folk complaining as if they in slavery. Most of the time, complainers are people who are entitled. They feel like they're entitled. They did. Oh, 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 I'm hitting the nerve right now. We gotta be careful as God's people. Man is just keeping us down. What? What? That's you laying on that couch all day. Ain't no man came to your house and chained you to that couch. And you keep talking about, y- y'all know, that's how young, and young people, 
Man, we really got to slap our young people back into reality. Don't slap them physically, but some of them. They think they got it so hard. It's so Education is basically free if you study and get good grades. Y'all know this word is right. I mean, like I'm saying, we live in one of the best times. Come on, if, if you diligent, if you're a hard worker, if you if you handle your business, man, you can do some great things in this nation. But see, that's when you got to be aware of certain parties and certain people who want to keep you as complainers. Look at Philippians. Lord, I got to get ready. Look at Philippians. Yeah, you, you got to be careful. You got to be careful who you hang around. Because remember now, I didn't go there. But these same folk, in, in, in particular when we look at the ten that spied out the land of Canaan, these folk came back and gave an evil report of the land. Listen, that caused other people to take on their spirit of complaint. Man, I'm telling you, you, you have to be careful who you listen to. You keep listening to a person that's complaining all day, and that's who you listen to. I'm telling you, before you know it, you're going to be doing a whole lot of complaining. Y'all ain't never been around nobody act like everything hurting on them. Come on. Y'all ain't never been around nobody like that. I mean, they, they, they act like everything hurts. Grunting and groaning every time they move. And I'm not saying it don't hurt, but some grunts you can hold in. <laughs> some folks, if you didn't know no better, even when you see them coming, you just say, what's hurting today? You know, since you said that, I'm my, my knee been gonna get some rain. You know, I I I, I would rather just just look in the sky <laughs> to try to know if it's gonna rain rather than have a hurting knee. You know, I think I'm gonna stop associating that with my knee. There's some of the older folk probably looking at, now, Pastor, you keep getting older now, that right? <laughs> but but, but I, I don't think I want to associate that with, with, with pain. Y'all feel me? No, 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 the Philippian too. Now, now, listen what the Bible teaches us. Listen what the Bible teaches us. In Philippians 2, two this also is, is where the main theme scripture is at, right? Philippians 2 and 14. Notice what Paul tells this church. Who he has previously told in the fifth verse to let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Nay, tell these same folk who should have the mind of Christ in verse 14. He said, do all things without complaining 
and disputing. Do how many things? Do how many things? Can you run me to the store? Look, if you're going to take them to the store, do it without complaining. Or just say, no, you know what? I ain't got time to run you today. But don't do it and then complain the whole way. See, I'm having to take my time out. I got to run you over here to the store. And need you. Do all things without. Don't pay your card note and complain. Got to get these folk this $600. I'm so tired of getting these folk this $600. Well, get them folk their car back then. Can't be riding around them folk car complaining about giving them folk their money. I'm telling y'all, this stuff I had to learn. When we was moving from, Lord have mercy, paying I don't know, five or six hundred dollars for a mortgage, and had been behind before on that mortgage. Had had uh, got foreclosure letters on that particular mortgage. To God taking us to our heart desire, where the mortgage was almost going to triple. Since I knew it was God transitioning us, I've never complained. About paying my mortgage. I've never complained. I love the house he put me in. And when I have to pay the mortgage, when she say, hey, it's the 15th, time to pay it. Hey, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Come on. I'm not going up there like, oh, man, I'm so paying that mortgage, making me sick. You're going to mess around and get sick. I believe complaining makes folk physically sick. Do y'all hear me? And here's the thing about God, how good God is. We struggled with that $500 or $600. We have never struggled where we at right now. We've never struggled. Cutting the grass at my house is a privilege. Donna, keep that whole house clean. No, I say, Donna, keep that whole house clean. And I help out some. When we first moved there, I had a person come in and do some pain and touch up for me. But dang. About three rooms didn't even have furniture. The guy kept walking through doing the work. And finally he stopped. He said, hey, he said, hey, cool. He said, why ain't no furniture in these rooms? I said, brother, we moved from 1,500 square feet to 5,000. I said, we brought every piece of furniture we could over here. And this is what it looked like when you upgrade. I said, what? I said, it's what it looked like when you don't bring junk with you to a place where you know not at this house. I said, so we'll just wait 
until God give us what we want. But we won't put one piece of furniture here that we really don't want. See, stop complaining about that couch. Get up and get you a new couch. But Pastor D, I don't care. God will make a way. See, see, I'm teaching on complaining. you rather sit there complaining. It's all sunk in. When I go down, it's hard to get up. Hey, they make, they make some good stuff now. They make, they make some stuff that you sit and then it bounces your back up. Come on, ain't no need just sitting there complaining about something you can change and God put you in a season of better. When God elevates you or tell you it's time to go higher and you don't go, you listen to me and you listen to me careful. Don't you ever complain about what you currently have. Because he offered you an opportunity to go higher and you didn't want it. Come on. There's some good stuff. He said, do all things without complaining, disputing, that you may be blameless and harmless. Children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Watch this. Among whom you shine as lights in the world. Tell your neighbor, you don't shine when you complain. Tell your neighbor, you shine when you give thanks. Do y'all, do y'all receive that? Look, listen, the reason we need to give thanks, the reason we need to do all things without complaining is because we're living in the midst of a perverse and a crooked generation. We living in a generation of complainers. Listen to me, Kepler. So God will put you in a place where he wants you to shine. Now, how you're going to shine is not just being in that place, but being in that place and thankful. See, that's how you're going to shine. When everybody running around now just talking about the supervisors and the managers and they got their cliques all over here and this, that, and the other. See, you, you, when they come to you and they start all that, you need to say, hey, look, y'all need to take that on over there. Because ain't none of us perfect. And you don't know their job because you ain't walked in their shoes. Come on. And they're going to know immediately. Oh, she's different. Oh, she like to kiss up to them people. You can call it whatever you want to. But these folk didn't make me come here this morning. And I'm not going to spend 10 hours in a place complaining. Come on, somebody. God puts you in your family. For you to shine. For you to shine around them. For them to take notice that you know what? I know they go through things. But y'all some of the happiest people I've ever been around. We just love coming by here visiting y'all. Because we know we're going to have a good time. We know we're going to keep the conversation clean. And we know y'all grateful for everything God done gave y'all. Come on somebody. See, that's how we shine. Now look at the neighbor and say, neighbor, based on this scripture, 
some of us are not shining. I'm in my clothes. Look at nothing they can say. Based upon this, some of us are not shining. Some of your lights then went out. And some of you said when you were little, you said things like, man, all mama do is complain. When I grew up, I one thing I ain't going to be complaining like mama all the time. And now you complain like your mama all the time. You have to correct certain things. Because some of us, we come from a family of complainers. Come on. Y'all ain't been around a family member, man, when they get to going, it's like they handing the baton off to each other complain. <laughs> one of them get tired, talking, they're like, I'm tired. You go ahead, take over. And yeah, just like she was saying, everybody against us. It's it, it, it just, just, it, it just like it be, y'all ain't ever been in no saying it's just like it just be jumping. <laughs> Look at Ephesians 5. We coming in. Look at Ephesians 5. Man, this is a good word right here. This is a good word. And see, some of you will be wanting certain stuff, and then God said, okay, go ahead and move. Go ahead and move. I can't afford that. Now, now you're complaining again. God told you to move. He said he got you. Parents, that's too high. Some folk just, I don't know, some folk bogger my mind. You know, they, they, they want luxury. Most of the time, nice things going to cost you. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. Most of the time, nice things going to... Either you want to play, or you don't. Y'all have been on the call like years ago. I used to do all down and complain. Oh, man, that's too much for that. Well, you know he got this. Man, oh, no, man, y'all ain't too much for that. And by the time I got to complaining, so Shemika, for, for an hour, they be like, come on, we, we got something over here. <laughs> but when they took me to what? I, man, I don't want that. <laughs> that ain't got no MP3 player, man. That ain't even. So we brought you here because you was, you complained about everything on that. That, that's why most of the time you go places, not all places, but they'll have different sections. Y'all know what I'm saying. You go to a furniture store, they got different sections. We went to look at some mattresses, and they, they got starters. I said, here, this right here. Oh, man. I don't know about that. We sat on there. They, oh, man, this, I mean, this, this is nice. The guy was like, man, get up there. Put your feet up there. Y'all lay down. I said, man, I can't do this now because I ain't at home. I, I said, it's hard for me to do this. I said, I can't get comfortable like this. He said, well, that's what we do it for. We just kept going. He said, come let me show you this right here. We walked over there. We said, whoa, man, that's nice. I said, how about them over there? He said, oh, now that's the Rolls Royce over there. That's the Bentley's. I said, well, let us sit on the Bentley's. But see, when it came time to talk price, I wasn't there to complain. I'm telling y'all right now, God, God want to move you into some places. 
where prices don't scare you. That's a word for somebody who can receive. God want to move you into a place where prices don't scare you. I got to close. Ephesians 5 and 20. Ephesians 5 and 20. Giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Giving thanks how often? Giving thanks how often? For what? Are y'all ready to go? Ephesians 5 and 20. Giving thanks how? For? So we ought to give thanks how often? And for? If I'm giving thanks always, and I'm doing it for all things, there's no room for complaining. There's no room. If you're giving thanks always and for all things, it's it, it, no room for complaining. Complaining is off the table. Compl it's not an option no more. Why? I'm going to give thanks for. I'm going to give thanks always and I'm going to give it for. But pastor, seemingly bad is happening over here. How can I give thanks for this? Because it could be worse. Come on, you got to learn to give God thanks for things that could be worse. But it's His mercy, it's His grace. I'm telling somebody, you have to learn sometime to throw your hands up and say, Lord, this could have been worse. But thank you for your grace. This could have turned out. But thank you for your grace. Back to Psalm 95. We're done. Look at it. Yeah, giving God thanks always and for all things. Next time you hear a child of God complain, remind him, Hey, you know who we are? We people that give God thanks always and for all things. That's what you do. Psalm 95 and 2. And notice how it should be done. It should be corporately. I said it should be done corporately. Notice what he said. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. We may not be able to get on the same page about everything. But this is one thing. We should be united. In saying that when it come to our God, the Most High, we gonna give Him thanks always, and we gonna do so for all things. We gonna be on the same page about this. Do you hear me? Are oh, y'all listen? We gonna get on the same page about this. Tell your neighbor if you on a different page, get to this page right now. Look at somebody and tell me, if you're on a different page, get to this page right now. Come on, you got to say it like an angry parent. Get here right now. See, God is calling you to this page. You get get over here right now. Wish I could speak like, get your...
over here right now. Meaning you got no business being over there with the complainer. Get yourself over here right now. You want the miracle? Get over here right now. You want the blessing? Get over here right now. You want the healing? Get over here right Get here. And according to this, let us come before him with thanksgiving. Because when we do it corporately, according to Psalm 133 and 1, behold how good, how pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in what? Unity. Tell your neighbor, we want everybody in this house on the same page. And tell your neighbor, when you go home, Require that everybody at your house get on this page. If they're 18 and older and don't get on this page, tell them, see you bye. I'm serious. If they grown, don't want to get on this page, hey. Listen to me, children. Even you young ones. Get on the same page with daddy and mama. Start being grateful and thankful. That means the whole family need to come before him with thanksgiving. Do y'all receive it? Let us give God. We pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.